What's up, everybody? My name is Ruben Cuevas, host of Gathering Strength. Today, I'm going to be talking about words. Yep, words. The other day, I had some free time on my hand, and I I bust out the old dictionary. That's right, I still have a hard copy, a physical version of the dictionary. And I had some time on my hands, and I said, you know what? I'm going to count all of these words. Well, next thing you know, a handful of hours go by, and I'm happy to announce that there are 171,000 words in the American Dictionary. Now, if you have ever wondered how many words there are, hey, well, I just did you a big service right there. Now you can go through your day knowing that, you know, you have 171,000 words words to choose from and use and utilize to paint your day, hopefully with a more beautiful and vivid imagery. You have all of these words to choose from. Now, unfortunately, the average human only uses about 20,000 to 30,000 of those words. Before I get any deeper into this podcast episode, because it's a real doozy. I'm going to set the table, as always, with the quote by the GOAT. Warren Buffett, he said, The more you learn, the more you earn. And because you have tuned in to gathering strength, well, you're going to learn today. Now, with all of these words to choose from, biblically speaking, there is nothing new under the sun. Everything that the eye can see It has seen everything that the ear can hear. It has been heard everything that the mouth can say. It has been said there is nothing new under the sun. And because we are now equipped with that knowledge, there being nothing new under the sun. Well, there is another old adage that says, if you do not know your history, you are doomed to repeat it. Ooh, what a great word, right? doomed to repeat it, and hopefully you're not going to be acting out the definition of insanity contributed by Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein's definition of insanity is to repeatedly do the same thing over and over and expect different results. Now, how awesome is it that within those 171,000 words, the brightest of minds picked out meticulously and sculpted a sentence that illuminates, that reveals, that deepens our understanding of how the world works, how we work, and hopefully that the arrangement of those words can be internalized, digested, and then outwardly produce some good fruit with the new, deeper understanding that the words have brought into us, well, we can navigate ourselves more seamlessly through the world. We can now get to point A, to point B, to point C, to point D, a little bit more effortlessly. Hopefully, with the illumination that wisdom brings, it will be able to do exactly that. Illuminate 
the path, illuminate the pitfalls, illuminate the cliffs, and otherwise, in which case we would have been moving in the dark, living a life in the fog. Those words that contain that power that is arranged in that sentence has the capability of removing the fog from people's lives. There's another great quote that says, When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Now, throughout our journey of life, we have heard a bunch of different awesome constructed sentences that if you were open and ready to receive the message and be a student of life and learn, you would have grasped that lesson at that point in your life when you heard that string of sentences. But because you weren't ready to receive, you weren't a student of life, you were moving through the world with blinders on, well, that wisdom didn't do anything for you. Not because you were dumb, not because you were broken, not because you were anything less, but simply because you just didn't understand. And that's all right, because there is so many nuggets of wisdom out there that have been spoken by brilliant minds. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Biblically speaking, there are verbs. There are verbs to do, to act out. It says in scripture to knock and the door will be opened. Ask and the answers will be given. Seek and you will find. Now these aren't my words. This is scripture. Out of all of the 171,000 words that are in the American Dictionary, if you were to pluck out two, two words and put them together and combine them, man, they unlock. They unlock so much. And now I have heard this sentence Many, many years ago, but because I wasn't a student of life, I had my blinders on, I was not the person who I am today, and therefore, those words, it went in one ear and out the other, and two very powerful words out of the 171,000 available, know thyself, stands out Amongst them all. It's only two words. But man they will do some. Those words will land with an impact on your life. When you're ready to receive it. Know thyself. Now that you have those two words. Bouncing around in your mind. And you start to get to know yourself. Well you're going to see. That there is a lot of messed up areas. In your life, there's a lot of clutter. There's a lot of dirt, grime, dark places. There's a lot of things that you didn't even know existed until you got to understand and know yourself. 
Carl Jung, one of the brilliant minds, he says that if he is to consider himself as whole, then he is to acknowledge his dark side. Now, because where there is light, there is darkness, because you are a human who is incomplete and in, uh, undoubtedly falls short in the glory of God, that means that you have some dark area, some darkness in your life. When you know yourself, hopefully you will be able to see those dark places in your life. And you don't want those things to be swept under the rug. You don't want to be, be the person who sees these messed up areas in your life and then neglects to do anything about them. Because when you know of a problem, well, that puts responsibility onto the person that understands. When you see a problem, it's your responsibility to to fix it, especially when it is in your own life. To know that you have all of these inadequacies and shortcomings and then to just accept them as how you are and not do anything to try to strengthen them. Man, what what type of fruit is that going to bear in your life? I think it's going to be producing some rotten, worm-infested, fly-infested disease. Some diseased fruit. And you don't want that in your life. You you want to bear good fruit. The more that you see, the more that you are capable of navigating the world and reducing and or completely eliminating suffering. You know that a storm is coming. Something very bad is inevitably on the same course of life that you're going to be on and it has your name on it. Your mom's going to die. Your dad's going to die. Your child is going to be hit with the sickness and that's going to suck big time. If you do not have access to the words spoken by the brilliant minds who have endured the hardships of life and have overcame them and came out stronger on the other side, if you don't have those sentences which which consist of those words in your being, then you're going to be falling flat and hard on your face. But the power of those words that are etched in your soul, well, they will have the capacity to endure anything. Not only endure, but overcome Applying that know thyself sentiment to your life in every single aspect that you can, you'll see that there are those messy and dark areas in your life. And all sorts of crap, all sorts of negative, all sorts of, man, all sorts of toxicity comes out of those dark places. But at least... Now you know, and now you are empowered to do something about it. Now you can really take the 
the captain's wheel and navigate that ship to a better destination. Seneca said thousands of years ago, if you do not know which port you are sailing to, then no wind is favorable. Now, if you don't know yourself, and if you don't know which forces are working against you, that internal battle, well then man, you're going to be drug and dragged into rocky shores where, man, hopefully hopefully your, your vessel doesn't capsize. All of the sentences have been constructed. All of the words have been arranged. All of the enlightening things that can be witnessed, heard, spoken, experienced, they have all been done before. Thousands upon thousands of times. We need to learn from the greats because they have all left their work. They've all left their work. Hey, guess what? In books, all of the greats from the past. Man, Booker T. Washington, that guy didn't have a YouTube channel. Frederick Douglass, he wasn't on Instagram. Their words live in books. Their words live in live in books. And guess what? All of those sentences are constructed for the individual to pick up and see with their own eyes. And check this out. Another great quote. It was spoken by a screenwriter. His name eludes me at the moment. But he says that because he is a reader, he has lived 1,000 lives. Now, what does that mean? Well, for example, I read Booker T. Washington's biography. It is called Up From Slavery. It is one of the greatest books of all time. And now Booker T. Washington, man, he started out as an illiterate slave boy and then parlayed his freedom all the way to giving speeches before kings, queens, royalty, became presidential advisors, built a school, built many schools, and then parlayed his understanding on how to construct, run, and organize, and manufacture schools into building one of the most prestigious, beautiful campuses in this country, Tuskegee College. Have you heard of it? Well, if so, good. But did you know that Booker T. Washington is the forefather, the visionary of that campus? He started out with humble beginnings. Now, if I was unaware of Booker T. Washington's story, if I did not read Booker T. Washington's autobiography, I would be blind to the, to the notion that a man like that existed and I would be blind to the notion that an illiterate slave boy can rise and do great work that is not only uplifting himself but uplifting his community and uplifting anybody who hears and listens to his story. Now, I don't need to go out and subject myself like... I know how to read, right? 
So I can't go and learn how to unread. I, I have my freedom. I don't need to go out and lose my freedom to walk the same path as Booker T. Washington. He already did it. He already experienced that hardship. And he used the English dictionary, all the words, those 171,000 words, he plucked out, constructed sentences that illuminated a path forward and a path upward and onwards. The title of his book is Up From Slavery. And that is a beautiful title for that book all in itself. Up from slavery. He was a slave. He had no rights, no freedoms, no nothing. Nada. We, despite that, he ascended up from slavery. And hey, he wrote about it. He wrote about it. How awesome is that? Imagine if that man would have hoarded all of the wisdom and experience and insight and knowledge if Booker T. Washington wouldn't have read that book and did the things that he did. How much further down in the wilderness would humanity be? He didn't just uplift the blacks. He uplifted the whites who were poverty stricken as well. He uplifted that whole region. And he uplifted the whole freaking country. And that is just one man's version. There are so many other awesome people with magnificent stories who have taken the time to write their books to uplift other people who are interested in learning in in the realm of stoicism there is a phrase that was spoken an unexamined life is not worth living Socrates said that thousands of years ago now why would an unexamined life according to him and that brilliant mind and all of the brilliant minds who have came after him they all agree that an unexamined life is not worth living now what does that sentence mean if you were to unpack it well it means that an unexamined life lacks meaning and purpose if you aren't examining all of the things that you do and why you do them if you have no understanding of your inner workings well then what the hell are you doing what's what is your purpose like, who, who programmed you? Examining your life, it leads to self-awareness. It leads to wisdom. And it leads to personal growth. Knowing thyself, like I said before, you're going to see all of those, all of those areas in your life that are in shambles. Hey, maybe that's fine. Maybe you just need to let that part of your life burn rather than, you know, trying to fix everything. Because 
fires in the forest, well, that promotes flourishing as well. Maybe there are some aspects of you after you you get to know yourself that need to burn. There are aspects of your life that are like deadwood, which choke out potential flourishing. All of the diseased areas of your life after you examine what works and what doesn't work, well, all of those things that don't work, well, maybe uh, let's bust out the gasoline and set that on fire. Not literally, I'm talking metaphorically. Maybe we are living our lives at the surface level. Now, when you understand that the unexamined life is not worth living, and when you combine that with Another two powerful words, know thyself. Well, I believe that when you question and examine your beliefs, your values, your actions, your behaviors, oh man, that is going to achieve for you a deeper understanding of yourself and the world around you. That'll do it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to check out the links in my bio. I started a Facebook book club. I'll leave a link in the bio for that. I'm the published author of Gathering Strength. Everything is fuel. I'll leave a link for that. And until next time, it's onward. Always onward.